Hello, this is a recording of the reflection for Sunday the 21st of June. My name is Scott and alongside this podcast is a recording of the three readings for the Sunday service. This reflection uh, refers to a reading from Jeremiah chapter 20 verses 7 to 13 and especially refers to a tricky reading from Matthew chapter 10 verses 24 to 39. These uh, readings are available uh, as a recording on uh, the church website. So uh, tomorrow morning, I'm recording this on Saturday, tomorrow morning, Sunday morning, we will have heard the three readings, including the difficult one from Matthew. And I will ask for hands up on Zoom if you liked the readings, especially the one from Matthew. I looked it up uh, during the week and I said to Gillian, what would you focus on? She said her focus would be on this. Do not be afraid. You are more valuable than many sparrows. Well, with apologies, we're not having Gillian uh, with her sparrows. The stuff about Jesus coming to set children against their parents, sons against fathers, daughters against mothers. It's pretty full on, isn't it? And what about these words from the mouth of Jesus? Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace. Wow. Well, the address, uh, the 21st of June, uh, is a third Sunday. And at St. Mary's, in normal times, we would try and do something a little different, an activity. And what we hope to run tomorrow morning is a little quiz. And uh, the quiz is available in picture form on the words version of this reflection, which will be on the website. And the quiz is simply to try and correctly identify eight trees from eight pictures. So we'll give that a go tomorrow. But after the quiz, it's another two pictures, two more trees. I'm not sure what types they are. Uh, the first is upright and living, but it is clearly damaged and scarred. A large branch has uh, come off in a, in a storm, come down. And the second picture is a tree that is even more battered and scarred. So then we'll move on from the quiz and the pictures and we'll talk, think about uh, a world, of course, living uh, with hurt, where people are damaged and people are scarred. All of us bear some sort of scars from the past. There's no factory reset that clears all our memory. Some of us, I suspect, I know, carry deep scars from damage done to us or to our families, our parents, or even grandparents. We are blessed with a God who shares our full humanity, and this includes being scarred. Even the resurrected Christ uh, yes, made alive again, but still bearing the scars. Jesus 
as we know, invites Thomas to see his scars, to touch his scars. But our world has many scars. And even if a particular scar is very old, when an event prods at this scar, it causes pain, and a pain that is only understood fully by the, those who bear this scar. Now, in the news, one deep scar uh, is that held by the black community because of slavery. One black man dies at the hands of the police in America uh, a relatively short time ago, and protests spread around the world. Statues are pulled down, and more people die. There are two parts to this reaction. One is to the recent death of one man, the other to the deeper and older scars left on a whole community by forced slavery. I cannot fully understand this rage simply for the reason that I am not black. I cannot fully understand this rage. I should, we should strive to understand as best we can and understand not just the issues around slavery, but the whole mechanics of being wounded and how we and others carry deep, sensitive scars that others cannot ever fully understand. God in Christ does understand us as he carries deep scars far beyond our understanding. Forgive me if I've told this story before. I was with a very young uh, James, the middle son, towards the kids' corner in church one Sunday morning, and he was carefully watching the rector, John Chambers, read the words of the Eucharist. Familiar words. On the night he was betrayed, this is my body, this is my blood. Jesus, uh, James, James looked at me and said, Jesus must have done something really bad. Hmm. Jesus had and has a relentless drive for love. Jesus has a relentless drive for justice. Jesus does not have a relentless drive for peace. I have not come to bring peace. Think also about Jeremiah in our first reading. He is burdened with a word from God for the people of God. They won't like it and therefore they won't like him. Keep quiet, they say. Keep the peace. But Jeremiah cannot keep quiet. The word will stir up the word and the message will disturb the peace. We also, we have the word of God and a call to challenge hate, discrimination, a call to demand justice. And if we are called to speak out and dare to do so, we may be challenged as we disturb the peace and challenged angrily. 
how can you claim to be a Christian? Some scars are very deep. Those caused by slavery, those by the Holocaust, those against children. And the reaction is not simply against the person who has caused the wound, the person doing the damage. Even perhaps greater and deeper is the anger against the institution, the nation, the race, the big business, the church. What may seem one day to be a harmless word to the majority is to those carrying the scar like petrol on fire. They say they are sorry, but clearly they do not understand. They are not listening. They are repeating the same mistakes and making new ones, prodding at the same scars. So the mindset goes. There are no greater and deeper scars than those carried by our God as he gazes down on us. We say we are sorry, but clearly we do not understand. We are not listening. We are repeating the same mistakes and making new ones, prodding at the same scars. And yet our God is still mindful of us. Jesus invites Thomas to see his scars, to touch his scars. A lack of peace in recent protests and riots is unsettling. I cannot fully understand. I am not black, but I can learn more. Two startling facts from the last six months. The Abolition Act of 1833 paid off those who were to lose their investments. The payments to pay off these government loans were finally completed in the UK in 2015, only five years ago. And also uh, this week, the church, our church, was surprised that amongst those who were paid off were 96 clergy, including a bishop, paid off for their investments in slavery. If that seems a long time ago, the scars clearly rem remain today. Jesus has a relentless drive for love. Jesus has a relentless drive for justice. He does not have a relentless drive for peace. I have not come to bring peace. His anger does not seem to be on those who hammer nails into his ankles and hammer nails into his wrists. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. His anger is against the whitewashed tombs, those who claim to represent God, those who make the rules, those who set the limits on where God is, those who decide for others how they are to access our God, those who put God in a box and slam the lid shut. The good news is that there is no nation, no race, no government, no church that can possess and enslave our infinite 
God. His scars were taken for you. His love is always for you. We may, we have all damaged each other, ourselves and our God, and God will not sit quietly by and do nothing all in the name of keeping the peace. But whatever scars we have inflicted on to the hands of Christ, these same hands, scarred hands, will forever be reaching out for us. I invite you to read or listen again to today's Gospel reading and keep this phrase in your minds. Whatever scars you have inflicted on the hands of Christ, these same hands, scarred hands, will forever be reaching out for you, for you are of more value than many sparrows. <laughs>